let me tell you about a man that I have met. They call him Captain or Wizard, don't forget. CJ Morgan's his name and he wanted to start a show. So we did. Now you're listening to him on that dang old radio. Remember how I talked about, uh, you know, when you're in traffic, when you get road rage, checking your ego. Yes. Is this person really causing danger? Yeah, do they endanger my life? Me, or someone else? Is it really that bad? Yeah. Is it worth my time? Or did my feelings get hurt? I'm really trying to have that same thing here at work when it comes to parking because there is a, uh, <laughs> there's a parking area that us ESPN boys used to use. Ah. Um, it was formerly station vehicle parking up front where there's little signs for it, but we don't have those vehicles anymore. They're gone, so everyone parks there. However, there are a few people that have decided to make it into a four-spot parking area. Now, it very much can hold four cars, but you're going to ding doors and knock mirrors. Sure. Doesn't work that way. It is not a four-spot, and it's very frustrating when one person, especially there's like a red Dodge Ram that keeps doing it, a big-ass truck. Uh-oh. It it. It makes it even more precarious. This is for cars and small SUVs if you're going to do four spots. But they and one other person keep trying to make this a four spotter to where they'll park in the middle to where everyone else has to four spot it. Okay. And it's frustrating because you can't fit. And it just, it, it it's pissing me off. Uh, so you rolled up today, and you were the fourth car that had to wedge in? or That was yesterday. Okay. Uh, but today was a three-car spot, so I took a picture. I'm going to put them both Ooh, online. Put at, them on blast. At CJ Morgan Show. Just, just Jeez. Let's, let's vote on it. Is it a four-spot <laughs> parking situation, or is it a three-spot parking situation? I can't wait to investigate this with you. Thank you. Yeah. I, I will post it very soon. Actually, going to uh, go take one more picture, and then then it'll be up there, and then we'll determine it, because maybe I'm just being an ass. Maybe. But also, I feel like bit, yeah. those of us who It's care- a free open parking lot for anyone, man. No, man. This, this is my that spot. It works here, at least. This is my spot. You also have to be careful, because you don't want a branch to fall in your head in this spot. Oh. So you have well, to... It's a whole thing. Why don't you just park on the street like I do now? No, because I don't want people assaulting me or breaking into my car well, or chipping my uh, uh, <laughs> my brake light like happened to you. Oh, yeah. Well, you just got to pull up next to Tommy's car. You'll be fine. You know, to one security. of our security okay, guards fair, or Chris. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll post that. <laughs> Let me know if I'm the a-hole or if... Uh, well, you are. Or, or you know what? If, <laughs> if, this is a, if this is a three-spot situation. A day for love. Valentine's Day, obviously. Uh, it's also National Organ Donor Day, so Yay. let's hope you're getting out there and donating some uh, organs tonight. I donate my heart to you. I, I meant the love organ. Uh, anyhow, Valentine's Day began as St. Valentine's Day, a celebration way back for the Christian saint named Valentinus. Um, I don't remember <laughs> exactly how it happened, so I'm going to go off. Uh, I'm going to go off my ass here. Something Valent- about a Roman uh, Christian priest and love, and they were like something with like marriages that they were against and then they got mad at this dude and so they killed him and he became a saint but he also might have been wow. a mix of different people some of that sounds like a lot of history uh point Just- being now it's about buying cards and kissing i like that valentinus uh rhymes with a really cool word what 
with jalapenos. Oh, good call. Uh, February 14th first became associated with the romantic love during the high Middle Ages as a tradition of courtly love was then flourishing. Mm. During 18th century England, this day evolved into an occasion in which lovers expressed their love for each other by presenting flowers, offering confectionery, which is candy, Ooh, delicious, and sending Valentine's cards. Uh, people debate where it actually started and why we celebrate it in mid-February. Uh, at some point, we started it as a tradition of celebrating martyred saints by the name of Valentine or Valentinus, the word you like. <laughs> uh, the most popular story tells of a saint who defied a decree by Emperor Claudius II, uh, here we go, who outlawed marriage for young men because he believed single men made better, better soldiers. St. Valentine, preferring young lover, uh, yeah, so wait, preferring you got- young lovers to be wed than have them sneak around, would marry them in secret. However, uh, it may have been another Valentine who performed the marriages. Either way, at least two of them were beheaded for their actions. So, <laughs> there you they go. They did this for us. They did it for love. How do you celebrate Valentine's? You can surprise your special someone with flowers, chocolate, a card, or a heart-shaped steak from H-E-B. Yes. Spencer. Now, how much do those run? Uh, Roughly. It depends uh, you on a, the size. Uh, okay. 18 to $30. Okay. okay. And you're getting, the, you're getting the big one, right? The and I want you to know that uh, mm-hmm. uh, on the show's page, CJ Morgan Show, on uh, Instagram, I posted my heart-shaped steak, and I got one comment. From H-E-B! Wow! H-E-B said, it's a great way to show you've only got rib eyes for your Valentine. H-E-B. Shout out to H-E-B. That's my H-E-B. Everything's better. Uh, So, yes, you can also celebrate Valentine's by uh, writing a poem or making a handmade meal. Uh, you can also go to a website that has literal last-minute Valentine's Day things. You can go to the corner of Runberg and Lamar and buy some roses. Oh, yeah. Uh, just get something special. Just say hi to someone and celebrate your Valentine's. What if you want to curl up into a ball and cry? Uh, you can do that, too, Spencer. Aw. That's every day for you, though. Okay. Fair. The hypothetically fair. <laughs> uh, also, you can call into the show with a Valentine's limerick, which has been my tradition for over 10 years now. Example... Sure. Ah, hi, yes, caller. Hello. How can I help you? Please hold me tight all throughout the night, but if you don't hold me close, I will become a ghost because it never felt right. Ah, sweet limerick. It's my annual Valentine's tradition. Caller, what do you got? If you want you can go and one that was not so sweet. Of course, if you got a Valentine's Limerick, I would love to hear it. 512-835-1015 at the CJ Morgan on Twitter. Hey, parents, have you watched The Wiggles lately? Because, whew, we got to talk about the purple wiggle. And now it's time for Emily's social cues. I guess in certain sects of the internet, the purple wiggle really popping off <laughs> social cues where we talk about just those things, internet stuff on the radio. Ooh, speaking and, of sex. <laughs> yeah. And the purple wiggle. We're, let's circle back to a little bit of this because I think I found my calling. Mm-hmm. We'll discuss that at the end. But uh, the Wiggles are a band from Australia for kids. Were they really from Australia? I think they're from Australia. That's crazy. Um, I think they have I two so. of the old school original members, but they've had several touring and different members throughout their time. They did mm-hmm. a song with uh, Tame Impala. But Emily, oh, yeah. where do we know the Wiggles from? Do you have that hit song? 
Fruit salad? Fruit salad. salad. Yummy, yummy. Yeah. That's, uh, that's probably their most popular thing out there, but that, they're a kid's was, band. I was a fan of the Wiggles whenever I was a kid. They've been along uh, around since 1991. Yes. Uh, so it's been a while, and everybody gets their new generation of Wiggles, I feel like, but this time... They decided to um, update the Purple Wiggle a little bit to this Australian singer named John Pierce. He is a 31-year-old, uh, so I guess he was born whenever the Wiggles came out. Interesting. Nice. They've been um, around for a while. He's a 31-year-old singer who is of Filipino descent, and oh my God, he is beautiful. He is so pretty. He's he's gorgeous. Like he he has a bunch of tattoos, which is funny because the Wiggles have to wear these really long sleeved shirts, yeah. so you don't see it. But he has a TikTok where he posts <laughs> a bunch of videos, and it just started off as casual videos. But then all of the the moms that were showing their kids the Wiggles, he's become a heartthrob. Found his account, and then now he's just started playing into it, and he posts thirst traps on to TikTok. So here's one well, who doesn't, um, right? <laughs> of him just like in his little Wiggles outfit and the, the caption is reading these comments like and it's like the sweating face. So he's he's just doing the casual fruit salad yummy yummy thing. Let me play it real fast for you. Yummy, salad, They're just cutting up fruit. Yummy, just yummy, being cute. And then uh, and he looks at the comments yummy, yummy, on his phone yummy, yummy, and they're all just like talking about like Yes, Daddy. How hot, yes, yeah. how hot he is. <laughs> and then uh, there's another scene that it cuts uh, to man. of him in like one of those cut off tank tops where his, his arms are exposed and he comes around the corner and he's like, oh yeah, we're hot or something. I, I can't understand what he's saying, honestly. And I just keep looking at his biceps, so I, I can't hear him. Um, <laughs> but honestly... I think that's fun. Yeah. I think that as a parent, I mean, I'm not a parent. I'm but not you even have to close watch to these it. damn shows. Yeah, like get some mom, some entertainment. Yeah, mom and doing, dad need that entertainment too, man. They're making the right calls. I they think are so. making. They're <laughs> totally making the right calls. And this guy is wiggle. so beefy. I also find it interesting that like he's not doing anything that's overtly sexual. Yeah, because it's, it's essentially for kids. You can tell what he... Well, his account isn't for kids, though. No. But you can tell what he's doing. Yeah, his account isn't Purple Wiggle. It's probably no. his name, he's right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For the milfs out there. <laughs> he is. And so a part of me is like, I don't know, with like a generation that you know grows up on the internet, I'm assuming that the kids that are watching the Wiggles are going to be too young to find his TikTok but this this might have altered my brain if I was a child and I found out that the oh, purple yeah. wiggle was making these types of videos and I would fetishes. have been like, wow. Being, yeah, new fetishes are being developed right now as kids have come across the purple wiggle. I mean, the, tele <laughs> the Teletubbies were all just about sexual freedom and exploration. Oh my God. Did you guys know about boobas? No. Oh, oh my God. God. So boobas are what uh, <laughs> nerds call boobs on the internet. Yeah. That's true. Uh, this, gosh, you need to Google boobas right now. What kind it of boobas? It, it was, I was about. too old for this, but they're basically these little ball creatures, and they're uh, aliens. They're all different colors, very but round. they kind of look like, I can't say this on the radio. Sure you can. You, you, you know what I'm talking about. Can oh, you describe holy that? holy crap. Oof. You can't, mm. you can't say that on the radio. It looks like a combination of Grimace and uh, fat <laughs> peanut. <laughs> Thanks. Correct. Thanks. <laughs> you got gotta that. look him up, CJ. 
You have to look it up. But they used to, boobas was something uh, that came after Teletubbies. And I feel like just from then on out, every single child's show just gets more and more, I don't know, just it's targeted more towards the parents. I mean, Bluey, Bluey is so big right now. It's really good. It's another Australian show. It's about a little. People think it's so funny. Like I have. I have friends that have kids, and they always talk about Bluey and how hilarious it is and that yeah. they enjoy watching Bluey. I've heard it's pretty good, actually. Mm-hmm. I think Disney may have brought it over here, and then they censored it a little bit because Australians are a little more uh, They're old. A little more free with their, their poop jokes and stuff, you know what I mean? Like little fart jokes. As a matter of fact, I was playing with a little Australian baby last night, or a cub or a ruse, we call them. Oh. Uh well, but now, see, I, I had my future set out. Now y'all have just ruined it. Why? You were going to be a booba? You sexualized it. Yes. Oh, I'm so, sorry. you know, obviously, I sing dumb little songs, usually about my dogs, which Spencer turns into uh, top rated hip hop uh, tracks. They're called bangers. But last night, uh, at the uh, Super Bowl party we were at uh, Sunday night, our friends brought their two little kids. One, she's now like two and a half, three. Yeah. And so they're like, oh, CJ, look, we, CJ, we brought a little campsite. No, that's a bad impression. Uh, it's okay, man. And it's a little like tent and camp stuff. So as I was going to set it up, I was going camp, 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 camp. And I'm singing a little song. And I didn't even notice as I was walking around doing it. But their daughter, Lisa pointed this out to me, was following me around singing the same song. And as we were setting it up and we were playing together and then I got in the tent because mm-hmm. it was like dumb because it couldn't fit my body in it. <laughs> and it made her laugh. <laughs> uh, and they had all the little toys. But then like afterwards, when I was sitting down watching the game, she was sitting at her little area going, camp, camp, like singing the song. Sure. And uh, she wasn't getting the rhymes that I added later. But, no, no, you no, know, no. She'll get older. Of course But that's not. it. I write really dumb, catchy uh, songs that are just repetitive and stupid. So you should be a wiggle. I, I should have my own just kids show. Yeah. You could be the wiggle that's like visiting from America. You're like yeah. a different color. What color would you be? Uh, what color? Black. Black. The yeah. black wiggle. <laughs> it's my favorite color. Or it's gray. Black, yeah. Gray. I'm the evil wiggle. You're the... <laughs> Beware... The evil returns. With Matt Bearden on the Parent Pickup. Uh, yeah, you know, uh, Parent Pickup, we search for things that might be of interest to uh, parents, people with kids, and also things that are interest to a lot of other people. Uh, in a meta world, this would be fantastic, but in the real world, the world that we live in, I'm not sure I am happy about the latest news that is out. Oh, no. What is it? Um, it is the horrible return of something you thought we'd gotten rid of, but it's still around. And it sounds a little something. Coming in 2024, it sounds a little something like this. I love you. You love me. We're a happy family. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, you thought that that uh, song from your youth uh, was no longer going to be an earworm that got caught in your head for the entire day, but Barney is returning. Oh. Yay! God, That's you right. say, hey, Barney. I think kind of everybody did, didn't they? Yes. Iconic Purple Dinosaur is getting a relaunch. Mattel apparently realized, hey, we don't have enough money, so they're going to bring back the Barney franchise. Well, they say via television, film, and YouTube, but Mattel is bringing it back. Which means 
toys. licensing agreements and yep. toys and pull uh, the string and oh, yeah they say baby. it's created for preschool kids a series would feature ubiquitous purple dinosaur and friends he's now kind of like a CJ, CGI <laughs> animated weird creepy creature perfect Set so How can we make him even more uncanny and weird? <laughs> set to debut globally in 2024, which I think may be one of the cruelest things America's ever done to the rest of the world. Uh, we're lucky the world will end before that point. Probably, fingers crossed. <laughs> Barney's message of love and kindness has stood the test of time, says Josh Silverman, cheap, I'm sorry, chief, chief franchise officer and global head of consumer products at Mattel. I should have said cheap because I have a feeling these aren't going to be cheap toys at all. Not even close. There's going to be uh, stuffed animals. There will be probably some kind of Lego or Diplo tie-in. Oh, you're right. Uh, there will be some kind of collector cards, I'm sure. <sighs> going to be NFTs. A lot of it. Don't forget NFTs. We need all those. God damn it, Spencer. Now you're really making me mad. Barney NFT. <laughs> well, part of why they're doing this is the nostalgia reason. They realize that, well, this is the age a lot of folks... Yeah, you're pointing at yourself. Like, People, we're all yeah. pointing. We, we have kids now, apparently, and we're yeah. going to have to suffer through this again. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I think a lot of people are like, I guess they figure, oh, you'll want to watch this with your kids. Here's the thing. We all watched Barney because it was the option. Only thing. It was the oh, only yeah. option on, on afternoons, especially here in Texas. It came out of Dallas, right? It had a bit of a, a, a feel-good biblical message, so I think even schools allowed it to play a lot of times right here on the buckle of the Bible belt that is Texas. It was never great. No. It was never great. It was too sac- too sweet and too uh, sing-songy, and I don't know. I, I, I'm more of a Mr. Rogers guy, personally. Look, when you're a kid, Daniel Tiger these days. When you're a kid, you're not discerning. Right. You'll watch anything. Oh, I watched it, and then I went to school, and I said I hated it, but I watched it. Yeah. <laughs> we all he watch watched it. it. My son has outgrown all of this stuff, but our cable was knocked out over the weekend, and all we had was broadcast television. Oh, I'm sorry. He watched a whole lot of PBS Kids, and yeah. he seemed miserable, but... You know, he has TV time in the morning. He wants to fill it with TV. I was like, you can do something else. He's like, no. no. And so he just miserably watched a couple of shows he remembered from his youth. And he was like, God, these are bad. And yes. I was like, yeah. Imagine being a full-grown adult and being forced to watch them. So this will probably start a trend. We'll probably start to see a return of a lot of the shows we had when we were kids. Oh, uh, yes. They can't reboot Sesame Street since it's still on, I guess. But what else was there? They could there? make it sexier. Oh, kids I can't are, wait for the reboot. Oh, go ahead. A sexy, like M&M's. Yeah, sexy Sesame Street. Um, <laughs> Sesame Street. Yeah, that's great. That doesn't work. Well, I hope you're happy. There's kids right now that are asking their moms I'm, I'm and dads, not, what's Sesame Street? Spencer is not I'm a sorry. licensed groomer, so. <laughs> Unlicensed? I don't know if that <laughs> makes it better. <laughs> yeah. Matt Bearden and Spenny on the C.J. Morgan Show. You've already screwed up Valentine's, so where to take a date to make up for it later on this week with the best new restaurants in Austin. I'm getting very concerned with the integrity of our organization here. C.J. You have gained, I mean, 50 pounds of fat. The man is carrying around trash bags filled with Mexican foods. CJ is fat. Yes, fatten yourself up. Let's say you uh, you biffed it on Valentine's. It's not a good date night. It's not a good time no. to go out. No. Most restaurants have like a special menu. It's expensive. It's hectic. So whether you screwed up or whether you just genuinely want to have another dinner later this week, uh, I've got it. According to Eater Austin, these are the hottest new restaurants in our fair city in February. 
Uh, let's start with one called Spare Birdie. Huh. Actually up in their new massive entertainment uh, place up in Cedar Park. Opened in January. And man, it looks like a blast. It's got bowling, golf, good southern food. Uh, they have a short rib melt. Blackened shrimp pasta, grilled oysters, truffle brie grilled cheese. Spencer. Sounds pretty good. We're leaving go in there right now. Uh, yeah, so make yeah. sure to check out Spare Birdie. Looks like a good place for a, a first or second date because yeah, yeah. it has activities as well as eating. You said there was golf or putt-putt or was it uh, the bowling? I'm sorry. I spaced out uh, for a Bowling sec. and golf. I don't know if it's golf-golf or, uh, or what. Golf-golf. <laughs> yeah, right. But. Who knows? That's cool. Uh, if you're in the mood for some Asian cuisine, try mm-hmm. The Ling Kitchen, a brand new place uh, close to here off Research Boulevard. Uh, it does the little 10-seat tasting. So you go, get a table with friends or other people that have bought, and then you do uh, essentially what I assume is a uh, chef-prepared menu. Those are always cool. fun to, to try once. Uh, Mum Food. You like pastrami, you like meat, you will love Mum Food. It's over in the Manor area. It's a farmer's market favorite. Used to have, uh, I guess, like a stall or a pop-up, and now it is a brick and mortar. Right on. Barbecued meats, smoked chicken, salad, sides, oh. desserts, all of it. That sounds great. And you can uh, put it in your tummy. Man, why don't we do these before we've eaten? We really need to eat before this segment. Uh, I know. Uh, right down the road on Mater as well is KG Barbecue, another Texas barbecue spot. This with an Egyptian influence. Whoa. It had a truck. Now it's a permanent location. Check this out, Spencer. Lamb bacon ribs. Okay. Grilled chicken kebabs. Pink potato salad and so much more. That's awesome. Uh, Plus, they have uh, Oddwood Brewing right there and just looks amazing. Dude, it's great. Get a little African fusion barbecue. That's Dude, crazy. I, I love the different kind of fusion yeah. places, especially something like I haven't, you don't think every day of Egyptian cuisine. I don't think I've ever had I mean, Now you do. I think I've had Ethiopian food, but I haven't had anything else from Africa. So. Well, there's plenty there. It is Hell a yeah. big ass continent. And we, <laughs> yeah. Spencer, we could go on safari and just feast. We could. All we need to do is kill one ant. Just an ant. Massive ants over there, and they, they will, uh, they will oh, kill so, you. So where the bullet ants are from? Yeah. Uh, what about pizza? No, those are from uh, um, the South Amazon. America. Uh, Buffalina is a local pizzeria that you can now get at its new location on Cesar Chavez. Uh, Neapolitan pizzas appears to be their specialty, but also uh, pasta dishes and all mm. sorts of other yum, yum, yummy stuff. I think that's what I'm craving, pizza right now. Look at this oh, picture, yeah, Spencer. Masa Imas. Off South Lamar Boulevard, look at that corn. Uh, just so delicious. Oh it is God. covered in Parmesan. It is delicious. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, a few other recommendations on this list as well. Masi Masa, uh, the chips and uh, salsa, they're absolutely incredible. I love homemade chips. They have homemade tortillas, yes. uh, tortas, caldo, everything Damn, else you could ever want. Um, that we could go on forever, but here are a few suggestions. We listed uh, more at eateraustin.com. And don't forget, the conclusion of our Super Bowl snack food bracket will be coming up shortly. It is time to settle what we've been debating about for months, maybe even years, uh, the Super Bowl snack bracket. We're down to our fat four. And, of course, uh, yesterday the show decided their favorites. We also have just concluded the fan favorite, Spencer. Uh, 38% of the humans out there voted for buffalo wings. What? Just 38? Uh, but, But there were... Three other choices. Oh, right. So okay, it won. Never mind, it, never it, mind. It, it had the majority. I thought there was two. <laughs> no runoff. 
So Buffalo Wings, Emily chose Buffalo Wings, Matt chose Chips and Queso, Spinny chose Sliders, and of course I chose Buffalo Wings as well. I chose Jalapeno Poppers. I, I will, dare you. I will change that right now. Thank you. I forgot. It doesn't um, really matter. Man. I was, I was going to choose Sliders too, but... Hey, it's okay. You we're talking trash. Uh, now we have our food experts will be the final decision. I've uh, pulled together some of the best when it comes to eating in Austin to help us settle this. Let's do it now. And our first foodie expert is Amber Rebold, a next-level chef. Amber, how are you? Fantastic. How are you, CJ? Very good. I miss you coming and hanging in the studio and bringing us wonderful snacks. For those of you that don't know, uh, Amber loves to cook, and she ended up being one of the amateurs on Gordon Ramsay's Next Level Chef, a fan favorite, accumulated quite a bit of haters as well. Uh <laughs> How was it watching the Super Bowl and right after was the next season of Next Level Chef? Do you miss it? Do you miss your friends, the competition? I miss all of it. I will tell you, if you guys ever invite me, I'm always happy to come to the studio and bring snacks. But I did have a little bit of a moment last night, kind of like looking back on your high school glory years. Oh, man. Next Level Chef season two. It was like, oh, I miss my friends. I miss the pressure. I never thought I'd say it. Oh, well, uh, I know you have a lot of opinions on snacks because you host parties. You're an amazing self-taught chef. Uh, We're down to our fat for the final items for a Super Bowl party. Uh, We kind of have some criteria. It's easy to make, to prep. It's dippable. You can put it in your hand. Final four, chips and queso, sliders, Mm -hmm. buffalo wings, and bacon wrap, cream cheese, stuffed jalapenos. What would be... Your winner this year. Okay. I've got a reason. I love all of those things. Those are some of my favorite things. But I think when you're considering all the criteria of cleaning up after a Super Bowl party, making sure everyone's happy and fed, and that there's not a lot of mess or drama, you have to go sliders. Sliders. Interesting. All right. Um, Now, is there anything glaring that did not make it to the final four? What would be an amber-hosted next-level chef Super Bowl party's feature item? I mean, I feel like you cannot throw a party these days without doing the buffalo chicken dip. And the reason that is, is you've got all those bones with the wings. You've got a mess on your hands. When you do the dip, you've got a great, easy cleanup, but you also have great leftovers to make grilled cheese out of. How do you get that crap? Oh, the grilled cheese with that. Amber, you're a genius. I did it late last night. (laughs) Okay, I love it. Um, Now, last question. How do you get all that crust out of the crock pots? Or do you just buy a new crop crop pot? Yeah, Yeah. no, no. You you donate that bad boy. It's over. Amber, thank you very much. We love you. Look forward to seeing you soon. Love you guys. Bye. Another one of our experts for this uh, stupid Super Bowl party bracket, uh, Matthew Odom from the Austin American Statesman. He's the food editor of our city, joins us. How are you, Matthew? I'm good, man. Uh, Sounds like a tasty competition. (laughs) God damn it. You writers and your clever puns. Thank you. (laughs) Uh, All right, so we've narrowed it down through voting to our fat four. Chips and queso, sliders, buffalo wings, bacon wrap, cream cheese stuffed jalapenos for the perfect thing to serve at a Super Bowl party. You want the prep to be light, easy. You want it to be portable, all that stuff. If you are hosting, uh, which one of these items are you picking and why? Well, if I was, it's different. Like, am I hosting or am I dining at a party? Do I have to, do I have to make it or am I just eating it? Uh, give me, give me both. You know, la- uh, the Super Bowl party I was at, it was just like three or four of us, but uh, 
It was hosted by my buddy Rich, who uh, it's kind of become an annual tradition that he does a home slice order. Uh, and so Home Slice makes really great chicken wings, the one up on uh, North Loop does. So the buffalo wings from Home Slice are great. So we go big sub, couple pizzas, oh yeah, and a bunch of and a bunch of wings, and I actually crush a whole bunch of wings. So I think if I'm just showing up to eat, I want buffalo wings, but I wouldn't want to make them. I don't mess with a fryer at my house. It's uh, very messy too. Yeah, I don't have a fry daddy. I'm not going to grill them. And you know, my friend makes some for his football parties on a big green egg. You can Ooh. smoke them. It's just a lot of a lot of effort, but it's probably the best if you're just showing up and you get to eat. I'm uh, I'm old school. My mom, uh, God rest her soul, her favorite thing to make for football parties and those kind of things was a real basic mom queso with Velveeta. Jimmy Dean sausage, roast yes. tomatoes, and green chilies. And so any idiot can make those. <laughs> no offense to my mom. But uh, anybody can make that. And so if I'm hosting the party, I think I'm going I'm going queso and chips because that's a pretty light lift. I don't really mess with uh, the bacon-wrapped jalapeno popper uh, in general as an idea. Uh, it doesn't do anything for me. Okay. Um, I like bacon. I like cream cheese. I sometimes like jalapenos, depending on how they're how they're being delivered. But I don't like the the combination of textures. I don't like that vegetal kind of twang of a jalapeno with bacon. It can also get really soggy and gooey quick. Now, uh, I guess uh, a couple more questions. Um, first one: What did we leave off the bracket? And you mentioned pizza, and I think pizza. Is perfect for a Super Bowl party because it, it mentions all those things. Is there anything else glaring that did not make the Fat Four? Well, sliders is great. I mean, I, I was like, what was the fourth thing? Yeah, sliders. Yeah, sliders. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't make sliders. I make cheese, like full-size burgers. I think you should be able to go ahead and eat uh, an entire burger. I don't think a quarter pounder is going to kill you. Um, knock on wood. My doctor calling on the other line. Um <laughs> The, so sliders, I think, is, is a great idea. Uh, yeah, I think you, I think you've got it uh, covered for the most part. I'm usually uh, drinking my snacks at the Super Bowl party, <laughs> as is uh, tradition, right? Yeah, as is tradition. Maybe you want to, you know, you can go Dr. Oz and get a crudite platter and uh, <laughs> dip some uh, dip some celery and uh, carrot sticks and some some ranch dressing, but. Uh, I, th- I think wings are. I think wings are the answer. Okay, okay. Uh, Matthew Odom from the Austin American Statesman. Uh, if you look, uh, if you want to look for, forward to some great uh, recommendations, uh, he knows he does it all. Thanks for taking the time to chat with us, man. And where can we find you on the internet to tell you how right or wrong you are? <laughs> I'm on Instagram at Matthew Odom O D A M and. I still have a Twitter account at ODAM. <laughs> for now. I don't do, uh, for, for now. I don't do much tweeting, but uh, if you blow it up hard enough, I'll probably see you pulling on my hair. So. All right. Uh, thanks for taking the time to chat with us, man, and take care. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Last but not least, let's settle it. Who wins the Super Bowl snack bracket? Our next expert, Hardcore Carnivals. <laughs> Jess, I'm sorry. I just said Hardcore Carnival. Uh, That's okay. Autocorrect does that too.
Hardcore Carnivore. Uh, she's the proprietor of that. She's a meat scientist. Her meat just keep flipping mistakes has changed my life. I've taken her meat classes. Her uh, husband's pretty meaty as well. She's all things meat, Jess Priles. I am. I am. And I'm, I'm, I feel very qualified for this right now, CJ. All right, I've given you the fat four chips and queso, sliders, buffalo wings, bacon wrap, cream cheese stuff, jalapenos. What is your winner? Out of those four, I am going to go with the bacon-wrapped jalapeno popper, and yes. I can back that up with, with logic as well. Because here's my thing. The chips and queso, two different components. What if all the chips go, and then you still have a whole thing of queso? No one's going to drink it. That's out. Maybe you would, but that's out. <laughs> you, you know me too well. <laughs> You got bun sogginess or bun dryness, and you also have an issue of beef dryness if they haven't used the correct percentage. So that's out. Chicken wings, immediately know if they're not hot anymore. They really don't transport well. They're always best fresh out of the fryer. So I'm out for that reason. But a popper, here's the thing. We have all eaten a popper, even cold after it's been sitting out for a couple of hours. Absolutely. Yeah, that still looks good. The cream cheese is forgiving. The jalapeno has great heat. Bacon is great in any form at any temperature. And for that reason, it fits all my brackets. Awesome. Uh, last thing, if you, is what did not make this bracket that you would have as a, a finalist? Oh, my God. Pressure on the spot. Um, you know, I, I honestly, I, I maybe like some kind of meatball that already has the cheddar and jalapeno in it. So Ooh. it's just like a stab and go situation and never overlook like a meat cuterie board. Actually made the bracket. Didn't, uh, didn't go too far though. Last question, Jess, uh, hardcore carnivore. I have several of your spices. They're absolutely amazing. The black is my favorite. However, instead of just using it as a rub, I licked it my finger and I like to eat it. Is, 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 are your spices safe to eat on their own? Yeah, it is in the privacy and comfort of your own home. And as long as you're sharing with other adults that you trust. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Take care, Jess. <laughs> Bye. All right, Spencer, you know what that means. Do I? Last year's runner-up is now this year's favorite for the Super Bowl snack bracket. I think it was a well-fought match, and I think they deserved it. And I'm going to be honest, uh, this was probably the favorite from the first, but congratulations. Uh, No doubt the best thing to serve at a Super Bowl party. Mm. The winner of our second snack bracket is... The fruit veggie tray. Yay. <laughs> it's buffalo wings, of course. You can see how everyone voted and stare at delicious pictures of food at 101x.com slash CJ. Grease is the word. I mean, I guess it still is after, you know, however many years later. And now it's time for the nerd report. I just wanted to say that... That I'm a nerd. Oh, nerd report. I'm finally zoning out on. It's the point of the segment, though. Nerd out over things. Grease! Yeah! Let me be a nerd. Let me step into my musical theater. Okay. I, I mean, I, I like Grease. I even like Grease, too. 
What? Yeah. Ew. That was a, a, that's a weird take. I know. I'm not, but I'm not a repeat watcher. It didn't doesn't right. hold a special place to me as it does for a lot of other people. Yeah. Musicals oh, also make me cringe. Even in cartoons, oh, I, I like when they musicals. do a musical. Yeah. I don't Even know South why. Park, it just it makes me uncomfortable. Um, you know what else? <laughs> that's interesting. You really? know what else makes me uncomfortable? John Travolta. Did you see him oh, the other day in that Super Bowl commercial? Hunky, uh, like ugh. new. Let's not even. Let's throw out all of Scientology crap. Yeah. But just. Eh, ooh, he looked I mean, weird. That's mean. It's just because he's bald. Let me play that. No, clip it's because he fast. looks like a retired UFC fighter that's like taken too many steroids he's and then old. quit. And so he. That's what it happens looks, when you get mm, old. Something's unnatural about it. He's unnaturally old. He's been drinking some Scientology juices. Yes. Probably. <laughs> but yeah, he was in a Super Bowl commercial. I'll play a little clip. It's just basically T Mobile. Oh, yeah, the Scrubs guys are there for some reason. It sets up so fast. It's like Wi-Fi. And and they sing. Yeah, that was bad. One of the Grease songs. I don't know. I thought it was cute. My mom liked it, which I think is the whole point of Moms all of this. Moms love Scrubs. This is the, my mom had no idea where those guys were. She just knew about John Travolta. Yeah. But, I mean, that's the whole point of this nerd segment is, like, Grease is a lot more important than you think. And I guess it's still become still very relevant because they decided to release on Paramount+. Plus. Uh, there is a brand new show coming out. It's called Grease, Rise of the Pink Ladies. And it's supposed to be set four years before huh. Greece okay. and Here, the establishment of the Pink Ladies. Honestly, I'm surprised that we haven't done anything else Greece related in the past right? like, decade or so. Because everything is, else we have. That's true. But yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, one thing that we haven't best. overly sequelized or, or, you know, nostalgia farmed was Greece. And I was yeah. like, how? How is it taking this long, to well, be honest? They waited until Olivia Newton-John passed away. Rest in uh-huh. peace. I know. But here's a here's a clip from that trailer of Grease, the Rise of the Pink Ladies. And welcome to the 1954 to 55 school year. Olivia, save your seat on my lap. <laughs> sure to be our greatest year in Rydale yet. Do you promise Troy and Bill we'd eat lunch with them today? To end the divisions among us. I want to be a T-bird. <laughs> So it basically is just going to showcase a bunch of the leading founding pink women or pink Who ladies. Who had their own club because the men were being jerks. Yeah, because the men were being jerks. They weren't letting them into the, the all of the yeah. other uh, So Greece things. got woke. Greece did get woke, <laughs> as everything else. Um, but I don't know. I loved it. I'm going to definitely be watching this. I used to watch Greece with my mom. That was my mom's favorite thing. Uh-huh. We had like a Grease record that had like all the songs from the soundtracks. Yeah. We used to listen to that a lot. My little sister used to love watching Grease and would always get me to watch it with her or try to. It's so just a timeless a thing. Now, the ending is a little confusing. I get it. Is it? You know? I don't remember any of it. She, well, I remember a lot of it, but I don't remember yeah, the I mean, ending. The whole flying in the car thing is, is kind of oh, strange. Yeah. Oh, they all died. I mean, they, they all died. <laughs> this was right before they were wiped out by a nuclear holocaust. Yeah. But evidently this new uh, Rise of the Pink Ladies is also a musical, so there will be new songs. It better be a damn musical. Why would you make a non-musical <laughs> Grease-related show? Like, proper, they do you know? that sometimes. I don't I don't know. But the, the set the looks great. The, like, I love the, the costuming of the 50s. I think that's a lot of fun. Um, but I... None of the original cast members are in it besides, uh, what is her name? The Pink name? Lady? 
No, no. The oh. assistant principal, McGee. Okay. So Jackie Hoffman, who you heard her voice in the trailer, she's still, somehow she's still kicking. I huh. think she also has a cameo. You can get a cameo from her. Oh, nice. Which Wonder is weird. That. I'll do that just for you. Oh, and I'm going to make her you. sing one of my songs. <laughs> Summer <laughs> having a blast. <laughs> I added all that. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. Am I? I'm sorry That's that creative. I sing bad songs. No, it's it's more. It's filthy. Of, it's it's okay. You're you're allowed to do that, but you know this is my childhood. CJ. Oh, gross. Yeah. Don't make it like that. <laughs> I'm gonna make it like that to to convince you that Greece is it's always cool and is the word, I guess. <laughs> Funny, random, weird. The CJ Morgan Show. 101X. Are you required to celebrate Valentine's Day in a new relationship? Ooh, tough, uh, tough one. Very because early on, like when you're young, when you're in high school, college, Absolutely. I feel like it's expected. Mm-hmm. However, everything's more expensive on Valentine's. Um, People's ooh. lives are busy. It's complicated. I would say the it's different when you get older and in relations. I would say the easy answer is uh, when you're a little more established in a relationship. As long as it's clear that you are prepared, planned, and have something to do. Mm-hmm. And it's not just your half-ass CJing it and last-minute putting something together. And it's like, oh well, yeah, tomorrow we're going to go get dinner reservations. Yeah, don't do that. Um, if it's clear that you have a, a thing prepared, yes. And I would say at least do a little card for V Day. Okay, because I feel kind of bad. Um, you know, I have been talking to somebody, as we know, on this program. And who have you been talking to in this program? It's not me. Oh, it's not you. It's not Spencer. It's oh. not Matt. Hmm. Hmm. No, talking about somebody on this program. And the issue... <laughs> so I was talking to a different friend. Um, and No, girlfriend. Uh, <laughs> no, but not that girlfriend. Damn, Emily. I know, I'm just pulling these days, guys. I'm you have no idea, young. right? Um, and Your sleep number must really be increasing in that mattress. Get it? Because it's a brand of ah, mattress. Yes. I see. I see. The sleep yes. number. Double yes. entendre. Yes. But my We're friend and I wanted to go get some lunch together. And I, I offered Valentine's Day. I was like, oh, let's go like get some dinner on Valentine's Day. Like, Valentine's let's hang, Day. Hang out. I didn't even make it Valentine's. I was just like, oh, yeah, like let's do it on the 14th, Valentine's Day, like pish posh, whatever. And then um, I didn't think about anything. And the guy that I've been seeing messaged me and was like oh hey for valentine's day do you want to do this and that's when i realized like oh crap i have been single for four years i forgot I've that completely people forgot you do stuff that, that you're supposed to be doing things with a significant other sure. on valentine's day so then i felt very bad because i was like well it's just like a day like i'm pretty busy anyways uh, like, you I don't... become one of us emily uh, it's I know. just another day like, I, I felt bad because you know <laughs> he wanted to do something and i had already made plans with my friends so then i i i had to do the embarrassing thing of text my friend and go hey i'm sorry i'll be honest i'm really stupid i kind of forgot that i sort of kind of have a boyfriend which means i sort of kind of have responsibilities Kind of, yeah. and um she was really cool about it she didn't she didn't mind at all but i still like thought to myself you know this is if this goes well this will technically be our first valentine's day and so it's like i feel like there's a requirement to spend the very first one together on the actual day uh, then after that you could be more loose about it yeah, right you can be like all right this weekend we're doing you know yeah uh, these plans yeah i got but you it, but now i'm to the point where i really don't even know if i'm gonna have time 
to do anything on Valentine's uh, Day. Yeah, I think that in two consenting adults' relationship, y'all just do it whatever y'all want. Yeah. <laughs> do it anytime you want. I, I understand maybe as far as maybe potential tradition is concerned. Yeah. Uh, while you're at, I like why you're asking. There's just guess, so much pressure. Sure. So much pressure. Sure. And it, it sucks when you do have people that get into a-hole mo- mode that expect it to be something special sure. when it's not. No. I mean, it could and, be if you turn it into that, but I mean, I'm not too worried about... It's on Tuesday. I have things to do. Right. I wake up at 5 a.m. every day. Like, my bedtime is 9 up, p.m. You a That's, little bit of makeup. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Forever hey. rush. Yep. Um, but I, I literally, you know, you go to bed to. at I go to bed at nine p.m. That's not a sexy time. How that's not know? like a. That's let's, not a. Let's make nine sexy again. <laughs> nine p.m. sexy time. It's pretty sexy depending on what you're doing at the time, but. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. I've been single what? for about as long as you, if not a little bit, well, quite a bit longer. Yes. So like thirty-two years. <laughs> Ow. <laughs> Correct. Okay. So and um. I don't know. I guess it's not something I've had to think of for such a long time. See, so it's and that very was my problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is so I, I just hadn't thought about it for so long. Now, I remember in high school, one of my favorite Valentine's... This is really cringy, but one of my favorite Valentine's was my boyfriend in high school got me this little card, and our joke was we would always get each other, like, cards that don't match up with the holidays. Uh, I always yes. used to do that. So I it was like, that. like I would get him, like, happy, my, birthday, my, or... happy birthday to my grandson or whatever, <laughs> and I think he got one for me that was, like, something about, like, I don't know, his like, well granddaughter soon. or <laughs> whatever, and it came with a crown that you could punch out, and so I wore the crown around school on Valentine's Day, which is very cringy, but in high school... Having things to wear or having balloons to carry around or big teddy bears, that's what made you cool. So it's a competition then. Absolutely. 100%. Yeah, so you want that clout. And then in college, the clout was... That you would have plans on Valentine's Day. You would go to Chili's. You would, you would go to Absolutely. Chili's and get their $5 margarita of the month, which this month is really good. It is the worst day to go out and eat at a restaurant because they don't yeah. have their normal menu. It's no. packed. It's amateur. Ugh. Best day to go out at a restaurant and eat Super Bowl night. Exactly. And everybody would take <laughs> pictures with their boo and they'd be like, so thankful for my Valentine. And they'd be sitting at, at dinner. And that was the currency in college of you being cool. But now that I'm a young adult, I'm like... A lot of these people have kids now. Most of them are getting married. Like, I don't know what the the cool currency is. And that's why I don't understand if I, as an adult, am supposed to celebrate this on the particular day or not. I'm definitely say, thinking uh, too much into it, but, you know, that's just me. A trip to an all-inclusive resort in Tulum. That sounds like a lot of money. It is. <laughs> it Correct. is. All right. Good call. But, is but it that's clout. That is clout. That is clout. Uh, Some sad news coming out of Austin, and this is a developing story. And, of course, something that ties into, I guess, a bit of a mystery that's been happening over the last couple years. A 30-year-old man who is reported missing February 5th, last seen walking on Rainy Street near Lady Bird Lake, uh, was found uh, either late last night or early this morning. His body was pulled from Lady Bird Lake. And, again, uh, he's been missing since the 5th. This is, uh, I think... Almost like the 10th case in the last couple of years that a young male has been uh, been found, yeah. presumably drowned in Lady Bird Lake. What was happening, man? Um, a lot of people are, are saying or joking online that it's a serial killer. We don't-
don't know if this guy, I don't want to assume that he was drunk or partying. Right. I mean, a lot of people lived down there, too. Like, was it self-inflicted or was it, you know, negligence, you know? Yeah, yeah. And this is, uh, you know, one of them was at Lake Travis. It looked to be someone fell off a dock or something like that. But a lot downtown in this area, which is really weird. Um, I'm going to go ahead and coin the the uh, the name for the serial killer. I'm going to call it the Lake Austin Siren. Assuming that it's a young okay. woman or a woman that preys on drunk victims. A siren is someone that sings sailors to yes. see so where they shipwreck. So the Correct. Lake Austin Siren, if this is a serial killer. And, of course, I don't, um, I'm not trying to, uh, you know, in any way disrespect or demean the, uh, the tragic deaths of several uh, people here in Austin. Uh, just trying to do a radio show and make some of this entertaining. Well, I think you're doing... A poor as, job as, is at entertaining in general. As well as you can. <laughs> uh, what was that dude's name? Uh, Jason John, according Jason to, John, that's right. I thought to I saw uh, KXAN. And yeah, the, well, damn, all dude. over the internet people are, are speculating. But they do ask if you have any information... You can contact the police at 512-974-TIPS or austincrimestoppers.org. I know this isn't the happiest ending to this story, but at the very least, uh, friends and family have closure, you know, instead of worrying about where he might be. And uh, it's a shame we couldn't find him, you know, still alive and still doing okay. But I I will say something about finding the the body of your loved one is... uh, I guess that is some somewhat of somebody other than to just be missing. But it is, uh, again, to bring back the coincidence, is so bizarre that yet another person in the same area in the same fashion has been discovered. So it begs the question, what is the serial killer's motives? What does the <laughs> Lake on, Austin man. Siren want? We don't know anything. And why is the Lake Austin Siren doing this? We don't know that there's any sort of serial killer. I mean, this is one of those this things. This is how you become famous in media, is by speculating. That's true. Hyperbole. We're just asking questions We're here. We're just asking oh, questions. Who will be the Lake Austin Siren's Order next CJ victim? Order CJ Morgan's Patriot Supply please as do. well, please. Uh, but seriously, if you're if you're downtown, <laughs> if you're in these areas, be extra vigilant, be careful. I mean, uh, oftentimes women are, are preyed upon by uh, everything out there in the streets. So just, you know, watch out for your homies. Make watch sure out. people get yeah. home. Keep yeah. an eye on them. Make sure if they're getting into a lift or a cab, it's actually a lift or a cab because I watched a show about that. Very scary. Oh, no. Um, yeah, You're Lisa, just freaking yourself out watching Le- all these things. Lisa's got me watching uh, Death in the Dorm, which oh. is all about. And surprise, surprise, it's usually all women being victimized oh, here. Oh, man. Um, yeah, so, again, just be careful and watch out for the Lake Austin Siren. You heard it here first. The Lake Austin Siren. That's a serial killer name. That's a good real. one. It's not happening. I'm, I'm going to make it real. But <laughs> no, don't turn I, into no, the like killer. That. Never mind. Don't you dare. Did you know? Welcome to the segment where we learn you things called Did You Know? Uh, did you know? The pie that Jason Biggs has intercourse with in American Pie uh, was actually an actor that also... Uh, starred in uh, the Wizard of Oz. No, I'm just. It, it was a Costco pie. That's the truth. Sweet. It was just a good old Costco pie, and uh, no details as to whether or not he actually was uh, penetrating it. Also, none of your business. But also, man, that pie must have been a lot cheaper back then too. It was a good looking pie. I miss old school pie prices. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you know, I bought a pie for my friend's Super Bowl party Sunday, and uh, then I was like, no, no. 
I'm keeping it at home. Oh, I think I saw your tweet. You got some buttermilk pie. Yeah, it's my addiction. <laughs> you microwaved it, right? Uh, yeah. Okay. Of course. Happy Valentine's Day. Thank you. <laughs> Did you know Chuck E. Cheese almost wasn't called Chuck E. Cheese? In fact, huh. it was almost called Rick Rat's Pizza. The PR agency <laughs> said, look, here's the deal. Don't put rat in the name of your food no. restaurant. Nobody likes to think of rats when they're eating. But I got to tell you, Rick Rat... Way cooler character than Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah. <laughs> I like Rick Rat. Hey, don't mess with me. I'm Rick Rat. What are you going to do about it? Also, <laughs> Just imagine uh, him as some New York gangster. Chuck E. Cheese went from being a like place where you saved up and took your kiddos to a place where fights regularly happen. Yeah, so a, I think now Rick Rat's works. I just like Rick Rat. Rick Rat is it's a, he's a character from... from uh, Sounds Fast like Times at Ridgemont High. <laughs> you know, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I'm going to take it a step further, and it's Rick the Ruler Rat, so it has an eye patch and a chain, kind of like Slick Rick. Hmm. Make it real mean. Here Rick Rats. Sure, sure. I'm going to start. Th- I always wanted to start a uh, a karaoke bar called the Nervous Cowboy. Oh, I like that. I, I know. It's got, a, it's got an interesting name, the uh, Nervous Cowboy. I'm starting a sushi restaurant called uh, Ralph Roach. Ralph Roaches, come on through. Uh, speaking of cowboys, yeah. did you know Yosemite Sam, the popular character, well, one of the many characters from the Looney Tunes franchise, Yosemite Sam almost had a different name. The other options that his name were going to be were potentially Texas Tiny, Wyoming Willie, and Denver Dan. Yosemite Sam works. Better alliteration, I think. He loses his temper and fires his guns very easily. Why not just call him any Texan in traffic? <laughs> any Texan in traffic. <laughs> Did you know? Uh, speaking of things Texans don't like, Barack Obama. Uh, he wasn't the first president of Q's, accused of being born in another country. Did uh, you know? Uh, it was uh, Donald Trump that really ran with that. Uh, Chester A. Arthur was always accused of being born in Canada, Ugh. but it was never proven. <laughs> Did you know uh, Chester Cheetah was originally going to be called Chester A. Arthur? Really? No. Made you that, can't say made "Did you up. know" and then say something on this. We we are under strict FCC guidelines. Oh. And FAA. FAA you can say a FTC. different phrase like "Were you aware?" Uh, Were you aware? Not like you don't, have to, don't do it like that. The musicality to it is where the okay. truth comes after. Were right? you aware? That'd be a great ripoff back. <laughs> Do you think that the Chester A. Arthur family, like Chester A. Arthur, not really a well-known president. He's not sure. a president you spend a lot of time on in high school when you you're just discussing this stuff. You read about him in like one sentence and then you're on to the next president. Yeah, and do you think that the families are just sort of like... Do they even bring up, yeah, we're descended from a president? Are they just like, yeah, I'm not, I'm it's not even going to bother. Yeah, here's Chester. all the other cool things our family has done since then. Like. I was going to say, he was, wasn't he the one that was elected uh, two consecutive non, but that was Grover Cleveland, who's otherwise would have also gone into obscurity. Grover There's a lot of obscure Cleveland. presidents we don't seem to care as much. You know what? Franklin Pierce. <sighs> well, his kid died. Here's the thing. Either you end up on uh, a dime or a quarter or a nickel, or you don't mean squat. Uh-huh. Correct. Oh, let's start making our own NFTs that are all just the unspoken of presidents. Sure. I like that. Yeah. You're driving in a Texas city that's very grid-like, like First and Lincoln Street, and then you come across uh, Grover Cleveland Avenue, and you're like, <laughs> What? And then Arthur Street and like the the kids character <laughs> McKinley Millard Fillmore oh boy yeah, we, wow we remember oh. Millard <laughs> everyone we... remember McKinley was an important president that was a very pivotal time in America Matt.
There's a mountain named after him. You can't say, also, McKinley was my fraternity brother. Don't trash McKinley. He was How also did assassinated. I, trash him? I just no one, named yeah. a street after him. Okay. Thank you. Did you know Matt doesn't like McKinley? The top six splurge-worthy Valentine's gifts that you definitely won't want to return. How are we supposed to make money on the internet? The internet? That thing's still around. How do other people make money on the internet? We'd have to put something up on the internet that everyone would find fascinating. Wait, I've got it. Computer load up celery man, please. Yes. Click it on the clickbait, and according to this list Emily found us, you will not want to return these gifts. And if you're listening to this portion of the program, uh, you're already way, way behind. So you better hustle. You better hurry. You're, yeah, you got to hurry. Amazon Prime things, is not going to save your ass. Nope. You, One day shipping is not going to make it in time. So. Quick, quick question before we get into the top splurge gifts that are worthy of you purchasing right now that your partner will not return. Is uh, H-E-B's heart-shaped steak on there? No, it is not. Uh, Do you think they'll have any left? Okay. No. Oh. oh. I don't know. They should. Yeah, they'll have plenty. Is that your plan? Always. Are they good? They're great. They're great cuts of meat. You just got to grill them right. Flip them every one minute until uh, you measure the temperature inside and it's where you want it. Hmm. Okay. You can do it on cast iron or charcoal grill. Flip every single minute, every minute until it's done and just apply butter as you go. Okay, well, you know what? Anyhow, well, uh, number one of the top six uh, Valentine's Day gifts that they will not want to return. You could probably use this after eating that entire steak. It's It's called a Stealth Core Trainer. And basically what it is, is it's a balancing board that you use to do fitness games. So think of like a Wii Fit. Do you remember those? Yes. It's like that, except for it's... I don't know. They're advertising it like you can bring this to a gym and like you'll look cool, but it's just some lady so that's get your, on tell a your partner board. they're out of shape. Yeah, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Sorry, is, that's not the type of gift you return because you don't know where they got it from. That's the type of gift that ends up in the closet and doesn't get used. Exactly. And that's the type <laughs> of gift where you'll take it and you're like, I can't tell if I should be offended or but not. But we would right. return it, right? I, I would return totally it. Totally return this. Yes, all right. We're give all it, returning it. Give us the next one. Okay. And then we've got uh, number two, mm. an Embark Dog DNA test. This kit screens over 350 dog breeds, so they'll finally get the answers that they are seeking. Would hmm. you want that as a Valentine's Day gift? Yeah, we did one with Pea and Pickle. Yeah, and you really liked it? Yeah. We Was found it a, worth a year or not You know really? Pickle looks like a dachshund? Yes. She's mainly Australian cattle dog. Oh, really? She doesn't look like that. They're She's big, tiny. hairy dogs. Yeah. Uh, but her herding instincts, the way she herds humans and Mr. P, mm-hmm. she got some cattle dog in her for sure. Okay, so we'd keep that one. Keep it. I mean, what about, what about you, Spencer, if you got a, it and don't, you don't have a dog? I don't have a dog. I don't know. I'd you be like, what's test this? random animals on the street. Yeah, like, what's this for? Why'd you get this for me? She'd be like, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Um, I love you. Number no, you don't. three on the top uh, splurge-worthy gifts that people will not want to return for Valentine's Day: a Bartesian premium cocktail and margarita machine. I don't know if you've ever seen one of these. <laughs> I have seen them on TikTok everywhere, and honestly, I would 100% keep this. It's a Keurig machine that makes cocktails. So on okay, either that's, side, that's, that's fun. Yeah, on sure. either side, sure. it has different alcohol. So you can do, you know, vodka. You can do your rums. You can do whiskeys, Oof. and then you have these little a bit of pouches a fire hazard that you put on 
top and it squeezes out and you just, I guess, you, I don't know. It creates cocktails. That's cool. what it does. But I have seen people review these on TikTok and say that they're kind of nasty. Yeah. Like the drinks. A, these are always, oh, it's I'm sure. It's made by a machine. Right. Like it can't be that good. It's one of those weird things that... Like cooking as well. It's like the recipe is just sort of a guideline. It's all in your finesse and how mm-hmm. you do it. Like it's all about the shake of the wrist when you're just, shaking I don't know, up your cocktail. Just cooking, cooking with feeling. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's a similar thing, I think, to with mixology. Making cocktails, yeah, because sure. I'm I'm not very good at it, and I don't know how. Because I was making some uh, Moscow mules the other night for a little watch party we did oh, for nice. Last of Us, and you know I was just playing around with them, just sort of messing around, not trying to go with any sort of. Uh, I guess recipe, and they kept getting better throughout the night <laughs> just by playing around with it. Hmm. You don't need a shot glass. Yeah. Just put the whole vodka in my mouth. <laughs> just just, just, just pour it in there. It doesn't no, even matter. No, this seems like a nice gift until you realize you got to clean it a lot. And you have to pay for the pods, <laughs> and they don't give you the alcohol, so you have to pay for the alcohol in it. Right. I would keep it. I think that's a keep for me. It looks nice. Like It actually looks nice like counter space thing. Yeah. <laughs> if that makes sense. Okay. Uh, next up, we've got... <laughs> Long distance friendship lamps. <laughs> All right, and what? This is this is ridiculous. I'm sorry. This seems like something you'd buy for like a bestie. Yeah, not your true love, quote unquote, bestie. It's so it, the description on BuzzFeed is uh, a pair of thoughtful long distance lamps, so they'll always know when you're thinking about them, which is basically priceless. So can you turn the lamp on? It turns their you lamp each on. Each get a lamp. And yeah. yes, once they turn their lamp on, then your lamp will also turn on. Uh-huh. And they have vice adult versa. toys like this. They do have adult toys like this. <laughs> yeah, <M-nos>. Um <laughs> Not too Besties, well, but no. I've been thinking about it. Um, and I looked up how much these friendship lamps are. $200 huh. for a lamp that just lights up. And I don't know. I feel like that's kind of creepy. Yeah. Also, how do you know that your love is actually turning on the lamp and it's not his lover? Oh. What if you connect it to an Alexa and what if it's Alexa turning it on? And Alexa's actually in love with you and it's just like the entire uh, plot of the movie Her. Perfect. Hmm? That's right. Hmm? Joaquin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I. Would you return that or would you keep that? I'd throw it away. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'd, I, yeah, I'd return that. Sorry. Yeah. A lot I, of these aren't that appealing, No, <laughs> to be I know. That, yeah. And for $200, I mean, just just give me just, the $200. Give me you know what lamp. this is? This isn't clickbait. This is the new form of clickbait, which is uh, a company wrote this article for as an ad. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Truly. Because all this is bad. I mean, yeah. H-E-B heart steak. That's where you go. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the next one we have is a very specific, it's called a Barefoot Dreams throw blanket. So bla- basically a blanket. Okay. Um, And it's $124. Sure. For a blanket. Okay. That one Why? seems like you wouldn't throw that away because it's a blanket and you get cold. It is, you leopard, use it is leopard print. I mean, as long as it ugly. feels good. I got my fiance a weighted blanket once and she really loved that. It's not a weighted blanket. It's just well, a I'm blanket. I'm just saying I got her a blanket. Like blankets are, blankets are good. They're but a memorable. $124 blanket? Yeah, you know. Go to Marshall's. Yeah. That's, that's Thank you. a million times better. And then finally. On Clickbait um, Corner, the Valentine's Day gifts you Worth splurging on. None of them so far. Yeah, we're splurging on that nobody will return, which most likely. We've returned all of them. A full body vibrating mat. 
It's basically what? a mat that lays on the floor, and you lay down, and it just vibrates everywhere. It has ten motors to work tirelessly, tirelessly, so they can kick back and relax. Is and this an supposed to be like a massage, massage thing? Yeah, it's about eighty dollars, seventy to eighty dollars. Oh well, that's at least not crazy expensive. But also, it's like how often do you want to roll that out of the closet and yeah. lie down? You can get down? much better devices for actual like kind of decent home massage. Or think about this: you could just get them a massage. Yeah, for that price, much better. That's that's what you we should nailed do. It. There you go. You have uh, barely any time left in the day to go hustle and get something <laughs> nice for Valentine's. All the news that's fit to print, and then a whole lot more, and then some that isn't fit to print, and then just even some more. Greetings, listener. It is now time for Weird or Wired. Is it weird? Is it wired? Let us TBD. Matt Bearden, what's up, man? There was a big promise when the internet came out that we were going to be able to diversify all of our sources for information. And that was a real promise of the internet. Going back even, I think, as far as the 90s, right? We would have all of these sources, and as a result of the democracy, democratization, I made up that word. Democratization. The democratization. That's good. Of news. We would become smarter as a people. That's Unfortunately, <laughs> what we have seen is a real turn in maybe the opposite direction of what Aww, happens. Humans uh, are cute. They have hope. Yeah, well, because a lot of people like the idea of like, hey, I want to be a source of news, whether I've actually researched that news or not. I found this interesting. As you know, one of our most interesting Austinites, uh, oh, what's his name? Elon Rogan. Okay. Uh, yep. Purchased He's- Twitter, right? And he said they wanted to be a more open space. We should be getting more of our information. The one thing we have to do is beware of traditional media. Traditional media is the enemy. Hmm. That's us. Crap. Sounds Going dic- back to Sunday, if you guys can remember, can you guys remember anything that happened on Sunday? Anything uh, big that happened that would be kind of international or viewed by millions? No balloon on the sky. Yeah, there wasn't a balloon. Something big that happened on Sunday. Big event. Puppy Bowl. A lot of people got a uh, Puppy Super Bowl. Uh, Thanks for not participating, oh, okay. guys. Super Bowl. Did you guys see who was uh, spotted partying at the Super Bowl? Elon yes. Musk next to Roger Ailes and Roger Ailes' daughter. Yeah. You know who Roger Ailes is, by any chance? The, the man who turned Fox into a digestible news. Well, not just Fox. Massive empire. Oh, he had he had more than that. He New York Post. I think he still has. Take a, remember, he's uh, the he, Sun in Great Britain. The important part to remember is he sold a lot of it off to Disney. He's a media mogul. I know that people like to talk about Fox as the main thing, but he has media holdings throughout the entire world. I just think it's. What is that? Sorry, that was uh, first, a commercial started playing on the web. I had to pull it up. So that was weird. Right when I'm talking about people owning the all the world's media, immediately some weird sound effect starts playing. Started wildly. trying to silence us. It did try. They're trying to silence us. Oh, you better listen to my goddamn commercial. Uh, does anybody think it's odd that the guy who's been telling us so much that there's we need to really watch out what's happening with media out there? I mean, I. The one thing that Ailes has made a lot of money on is that people love... Spying on the the royal family. No, I was going to say people love salacious stories. So yeah. a lot of his media holdings have been sort of what I would call tabloid-esque holdings. We're saying Roger Ailes. He was the runner of Fox News. We're thinking of Rupert Murdoch. Correct. Right, but Ailes is also owns quite a few of these... Isn't Ailes dead? Pardon? Oh, you mean... you Okay. You mean we we confused Roger Ailes with Rupert Murdoch. Rupert Murdoch was who... Was Musk sitting was, yeah, yeah. with Musk and Rupert yeah, Murdoch's Ailes daughter. passed away when Rush Limbaugh was still on air. I remember him crying about it when I had to work that station. Oh, sorry, Spencer. Yeah. Uh, thank you. You're, yeah. 
Correct. Hey, look at us being media making actual corrections. Except both, both evil people. But only after spreading misinformation. Oh, yeah, that's why I'm just speculating. That's why you correct. I'm just saying. (laughs) uh, By the way, Matt, we got in trouble. Uh, Someone is not going to listen to us, and they're going to tell their friends not to listen because we said uh, something about, like, Tucker Carlson people dumb. But he won a lawsuit. He beat a lawsuit by his lawyer successfully saying the show is parody and that no one in their right mind would take it serious. Right. Yet it's the most serious thing that people take. Now, when He's you the, said that someone's not going to listen to us anymore, and that we said, you mean you and Spencer said at some point? Yeah, I never you were here. That. It wasn't even Spencer. It was yeah, me. no. Dr. Carlson's my favorite. He's awesome. Yeah. So, <laughs> so listen to that. <laughs> I don't know what's happened, but this segment has completely gone off the rails. Yes. It has, and I wonder why. Hmm. Perhaps someone needs to watch their mouth, Matt. At CJ Morgan Show. Follow us online because the most important thing about radio is the internet.